Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Boxing. Boxing. Boxing, 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 boxing. You tuned into Outsiders Boxing Podcast, where they only gonna give you the realest talking. Boxing, boxing, boxing. Boxing, boxing. Outsiders Boxing Podcast midweek show coming at you in full effect like we like to do each and almost every Wednesday, 9 p.m. Central Time, 7 on the West Coast, 10 o'clock on the East. Man, you know, another day. Another blessed day. Glad to be out here. Glad to be able to talk a little boxing with the fam. We've got we've got a lo- we've got a lot to talk about. You know, couple of fights um, this weekend uh, for some made up belts, made up titles. You know, real titles on the line, but there's some, a couple of made up ones that are on the line. We're gonna see how what the team thinks about that. Um, of course, we've got Tyson Fury fighting. Otto Wallen on ESPN Plus on Saturday night. Jaime Munguia versus Patrick Alote Saturday night on the zone. And on Friday, we've got a, you know, a up and young comer. Uh, our uh, Lev. I don't know how to say it. I think we got some good fun, good fun on. We also got, also got, also got that we're going to be talking about. Um, but we've got a lot to talk about today, man. So we're going to get right into it. We're not going to hold up at all, man. So getting right into it. I think we got with us today coming out that Southern California, out there, Inglewood, the host of the Relatively Fat and Black podcast, my man JP, a.k.a. Heavy-Handed Jay. What's up, man? What's going down, brother? Man, ain't nothing maxing, relaxing on a Wednesday evening, winding down. I know it's more like Wednesday night for you guys. <clears throat> but for me, the sun is still up. It's going to be up for about another 20 minutes or so. So I've, I've come across a beer that I like. It's one of those chiladas, right? You know, I don't know if you're a beer connoisseur, but I never found one of them beers with the, the, the fucking tomato shit in it. I, I never liked none of that. But I found the Modelo. It's a chilada, lemon, and salt. So I'm having one of those. Um, enjoying the Wednesday evening, getting ready for Thursday. It's a short work week due to it being a long weekend. 
you know how that always goes together somehow, right? And um, so looking forward to getting to the end of this week, man. It's Thursday, uh, Friday, Junior, and uh, talk some boxing, as I love to do on a Wednesday night, man. Boxing is best. Yes, sir. And, uh, you know, Thursday starts off one of the most wonderful times of the year, NFL uh, season will begin will be will be beginning Thursday night, man. So I'm excited for that. You gonna have any uh any kind of rundowns? When I, I know you usually like to do a little rundown show. Um, I know y'all had the Jay Z is Jay Z Coonan um, podcast uh, a couple of days ago. Uh, well, was that last night? Y'all had that last night, and uh, Janelle ducked that smoke. So we'll see if he comes on tonight. But uh. Will you be doing Janelle, the NFL show? Like, yeah, yeah. I just want to say, Janelle, you something else. You something else. Will y'all be doing it? You something else. Will y'all be doing the NFL show before? I guess. Uh, I guess it's too late for that. Maybe tonight, but you know, when do you think you're gonna be breaking down the NFL on your podcast? Uh, I'm gonna be doing a weekly. We're gonna do a weekly recap. Me, my boy Jonathan, and I, I hope you, and I'm hoping RC, and you know, all the family get in, but. uh me and Jonathan, we already talked about it. You know, he a heavy football fan, and myself, I know RC, I know you are. So, um, I'm a, I plan to do a weekly, like, kind of football recap. So, just have some fun with that the heavy-handed way. You know, it's always a little different than just straight football talk. So, have, I plan to do a weekly, bro. All right, man. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, hopefully I can get into it. I'll be, you know, I usually sleep around eight thirty, eight o'clock your time. So, when it, the Usually I see the text in the morning when y'all going in, but we'll see how it goes, man. During the season, I usually have a little more energy, and I won't be on this long-ass project anymore, so I'll probably have a little more. So I'll be able to jump on jump on a little more than I have been, man. But uh, let's get into it, man. Looks like it's just going to be me and you for, for now. For now, um, The title of this show is uh, Fury, Mungia, and the Mayan Belts. Now, the – Highlight of the weekend is for is a fight between Tyson Fury, twenty eight zero and one, with twenty KOs versus Otto Wallen uh, from Sweden, I believe, twenty and zero with a one no contest and thirteen KOs. Now this fight, you know, after the Wilder fight, uh, Tyson Fury promised us that he will be taking over America giving us the biggest, the best fights of all time. And, uh, you know, you know, yeah, taking over America, period. And since then, he's fought a guy, Tom Schwartz, who's undefeated, uh, TKO'd. And now he's fighting a guy, Otto Wallen, 20-0, out here in Las Vegas. So he's not giving us the bigger, the best fights, but he is trying, he is fighting, I guess, everywhere in America since he signed with um, – Top rank, aka ESPN, and we know the E in ESPN stands for European, and that's what we're getting. We're, we're getting Tyson Fury versus a guy nobody's ever heard of from, a, of course, Sweden. You know, I, I got love for Sweden as, you know, my son is half Swedish, my wife is Swedish, so you know, I got love for Sweden. But uh, if it's not Badu Jack, I really don't think they they're doing anything, man. And, this guy, Otto Wallen, um, he's, I've never heard of him, and I don't think we, we should be looking forward to this fight. 
even though it's on, I, I, I wanted to start with that. I, we were talking about these fake belts or these fake titles, and this one is for super fake titles. This is for a so-called lineal championship, which if you ever heard me talk about Tyson Fury and this fake lineal championship that he's talking about, you know, with him retiring and getting stripped of all his belts and um, and also failing drug tests. Usually you get stripped of everything, but somehow ESPN is allowing this narrative to be put on that this is for some kind of lineal championship and he's the lineal champ. With that said, there's even there's going to be another fake belt, fake title on the line, and that is the WBC Mayan belt. Now, you ask what the Mayan belt is, and it's I really can't tell you. It's some kind of special belt that the WBC wanted to put out for uh, this is Mexican Independence Weekend. This is a Mexican fight weekend, and... You know, it was usually, you know, it was uh, Chavez, De La Hoya, um, then Mayweather, then Canelo, but we're not getting the Canelo fight. So now we're stuck with Tyson Fury versus Otto Wallen as the headlining fight and Jaime Munguia. So from what I read, the WBC, they couldn't decide who they wanted to give the belt to or which which fight they wanted to put the belt on the line for. So they decided they're going to be making two Mayan, WBC Mayan belts, you know, that will be up for grabs for both of these fights. So in this Fury fight, not only is it for some kind of fake lineal championship, it's for this fake Mayan belt, which, trust me, if Fury wins, which, you know, he will win probably by knockout, he's going to use this as some kind of real championship belt. We know the real WBC champ is Deontay Wilder. But somehow, some way, I know that once he wins this Mayan belt, it's going to be it's going he's going to somehow try to use it for his advantage uh, and you know ESPN is going to pump it up to full maximum capacity like they like to do. You know, WBC, they they just before gave Canelo the diamond belt, which is some kind of fake belt that that they're just giving away. So they're up to these, these, these tricks. I don't know who they're in bed with. I don't know what's going on. But Otto, I mean, but Tyson Fury versus Otto Wallen has a belt up for grabs, and that's this WBC Mayan belt. Um, as far as the fight goes, I'm going to check it out more than likely if I'm around the TV. It looks like it's going to be on a little later on at night. I, for some reason, I thought I saw 11 on the East Coast, so that's going to be around 10 my time. If I'm around the house doing nothing, I'll probably check it out. You know, college football is going to be starting. Might be a couple of good games on. Uh, so I'll definitely check it out. But just like the last guy, Tyson Fury fought, uh, what was his name? Um, uh, Tom Schwartz. He's probably going to knock him out, clown a lot. Um, I don't know if he's going to come out with all the theatrics. Probably we're going to see a lot of theatrics coming out. He's going to be in there clowning, um, acting like he's the greatest gift to boxing. 
and he's probably going to knock this guy out in incredible fashion like we saw last time. But it doesn't mean anything, and I'm hoping that Tyson Fury steps it up in the next fight and fights somebody that's worth the damn. Um, JP, with all that said, we're talking about Fury versus Otto Wallen. We're talking about fake lineal belts. We're talking about fake WBC Mayan belts. Um, how do you feel about these things, and how do you see this fight going? So Fury and Wallen are fighting for the Mayan belt? Yes. So the WBC, they couldn't decide if they wanted to put it up for the Mangia, the Mangia fight or the Fury fight because it's Mexican Independence Day. So they just came up with this special belt. So both of them will be fighting for this Mayan belt. Wow. Oh, my God, man. This is just disgraceful. Now, I I was under the impression that Mexican Independence Day was the 15th, September 15th. But uh, I don't know what's happening here. Well, it's the um, weekend. It's just the Mexican the Independence before. Day weekend. I don't know if it's the day, but it's just the, the big uh, fight weekend. Cinco de Mayo weekend okay. and Mexican Independence Day weekend. Yeah, this and Tyson Fury's fight. Wow. I'd rather them had just, like, handed over the lineal jacket, you know, that jacket that they kept showed getting sewn on the fucking last fight, right? Remember that jacket, Willa? Uh, that lineal jacket he had made? Yeah. Just kept showing it. I'd rather them hand the fucking jacket over Augustus National style, winning the Masters. Like how when they put the jacket on Tiger when he won the green jacket, let it be something like that. You know, like just hand the fucking jacket over or something, make that a thing, rather than making a Mayan belt. Now, when I hear Mayan, of course I'm thinking, you know, Hispanic or I don't know Latin. I don't know the proper term there, but I know it's one or the other. I'm thinking of a Hispanic person. But you got these two fucking British guys fighting for a Mayan belt? You know, it's just garbage, garbage, garbage. But, you know, man, I've been, I haven't been, you know, Willow's been kicking a lot of butt as far as picking fights right. I haven't been picking fights right at the rate Willa has as of late. But what I think I've been doing pretty good is nailing down narratives. And I think I got this Tyson Fury one nailed down pretty good. I mean, I said it from the beginning, they're going to send him to ESPN, and he's going to get this big money for fighting absolute bums. Now, well, because they're this, and they are going to miss, they misjudged his his level of star power. You see, they thought he was a star we'd never seen before. He's like the interest for him was really that. Well, the interest for him was garnered because Dante Wilder was involved. And ESPN is seeing that because they th- they thought they were going to just have them fight nobodies and casual fans would be going crazy. That's not happening. And so what has to happen to counteract that, to try to get the interest, is like you talked about and I've talked about, I've talked about even more, the theatrics. Dude, I mean, he's going to have backup dancers, I'm telling you. Like, Jay-Z might perform, you know, at the fucking, at, at his that is walk them down the aisle or something. I mean, it's going to be a show. I'm, it's going to be a show, man. So, and to me, it's just going to be, uh, you know, just cringy. 
and I'm going to be cringing watching it. It's going to be garbage. The last time he, what he seen to his wife, Aerosmith, after the shit. I mean, who 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 can't get away with singing a damn Aerosmith song to his wife? I mean, you know, that's great, you know? So I have no idea who the guy is he's fighting. But what I am happy about this is that it's going to force the hand. Oh, they got to make this money. And you better believe after this fight, it's 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 one of the big dogs. You know, they said, Tyson, we're going to give you two full years to get on your juice, lose all the weight in the world you want to lose, baby. You know, we're going to get you slim and trim before we put you back in that ring with any killer. By the time Fury get back in there with Wilder or AJ, whoever it is, he's going to be all the way trimmed all the way down. He's pretty much there as we speak. But, you know, he'd, he'd have been out, out of a real fight since the Wilder fight. That probably come close to two years, year and a half by the time we see him in a year against some live comp. So, you know, man, it's, it's, it's a waste of our time. It's a slap in our face. It's like, you know, Tyson, to call yourself the people's champ, you're not. You sold out the very first chance you got. You got over the fucking hump. Wilder, you got over, and it's the first fucking sellout deal they offered you. You hopped on, and you probably doing choreography right now, getting ready for the fight. You know, practicing your moves with your backup dancers, and so you know it just makes me not like him. It makes me think he's disingenuous. He's not nothing he says is real because you know this. This you 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 said she was the people's champion. You then 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 here's here's the worst part. You got the you got the 2019 PR campaign going. Oh, I had depression. Oh, if anybody knows about depression and anxiety in the 2019, uh, forgive me, and I'm back for whatever the fuck I did wrong. I was depressed. <clears throat> oh, buddy. And and he's using it, man. He's a torchbearer for depression and anxiety and whatever the fuck else, you know, that is rampant here in 2019. So uh, Tyson, you know, it's not even entertaining to me anymore. You see, for for you to be entertaining, you got to be genuine. I got to think it's real. You know, that's why I don't watch wrestling no more. You know, I got to at least feel like, you know, if it ain't real, got to be really good. <clears throat> so when it stopped being a rock and stone cold, I didn't want it no more. And, you know, Tyson's just not convincing enough. He's not going to go out there and hurt anyone. He probably, this guy probably get hurt or something in the six, but it won't, it won't be by a concussive shot. Anything like that. There's no, nobody's going to sleep, you know, so it's going to be Pauly Malignaggi, big Pauly, man. And, uh, you know, that's all, Will. I'm done. Well, usually we go into the news right after that, but some of some of the little news that we have to talk about ties in directly to this. So we're going to go right into that. So the question is, should Fury step aside if Ruiz wins? So what we have, what we have is Deontay Wilder was on um, doing some kind of interview, and he said that, hey, if Ruiz if Ruiz wins, he wants Fury to step aside, which he believes he will, so there can be a unified, I mean, not a unified, an undisputed champion 
and then whoever can get it on with Fury. Um, and 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 Deontay Wilder says, you know, he doesn't think Fury wants to fight him. Um, I I believe that uh, some kind of contract was was signed or something was been going on. I believe it, but the way he's talking, it maybe it hasn't been. But um, Wilder is is making a good point. You know, he was saying that him and Ruiz are stable mates. It'll be an easy fight to make, and that if it happens, that they should do it. They should get it on. Now, I don't know if Fury would. I, I think Fury would do that, but I don't think Ruiz would do that. If I'm Ruiz and I just fought Anthony Joshua, got the belt, I'm fighting in Mexico against some kind of bum or in, in uh, East L.A., wherever, and, and fighting some kind of bum. Like I always say, when you go up and you finally get your belt, I'm always down for somebody to go ahead and take that hometown easy showcase match, you know, that easy work to let everybody, you know, soak up this new championship, man. But, you know, Wilder's making a lot of good sense. I think that that would be great to have, uh, that would be great. And the way Fury's fighting nothing but bums and, you know, he's getting, he's getting away with it. We're getting what, 20, 15 to 25 million a fight, something crazy like that. I could see I could see this happen. I could see him saying he might want to take another one. Um but the question is, JP, I believe he should, but I don't think Ruiz would let this happen. But should Fury step aside and let Ruiz fight Wild fight Wilder for the undisputed heavyweight championship before he gets a taste of it? Or do you think he should just go ahead and fight Wilder? Oh, so is the question whether I think he should do or what I think will happen? Both. Um, well, shit. I guess the more pertinent question in, out of both is what would we as fans want to happen? So do we want to see Rowder Ruiz for it all or do we want to see part two of Wilder Fury? And shit, you know what? Give me Wilder Ruiz. Give me, let me see what that looked like. We've seen the Wilder Fury. And for me, you know how I say he's just coming to play spoiler. I mean, we don't remember a damn punch Fury landed in that first fight. We know it got the draw and people thought he won. I can't tell you. One, remember in the third round? Oh, man, remember? I can't really harken back to that. So he's coming to play spoiler. He's coming to keep the violence at a very limited, coming to keep the violence limited and him just do a little more than you. And that's it. That's how Fury wins. I know at least with Wilder Ruiz, somebody getting hurt. You know, I don't know who, you know, I could tell you who I think and all that, but somebody, nine times out of ten, this thing, somebody leaving uh, with a ten count. So, yeah, let's see Wilder Ruiz, and if that's if that's the question, I think you know that's what we want to get to. Give me Wilder Ruiz over Wilder Fury. So, do I want him to step aside? Yeah. Do I think he'll step aside? Can I step aside? Money? Yeah, I can see them making that spin. I can see them kind of making it public. Like a lot of times, like a step aside goes as a does isn't out there for public consumption. You know, it goes unknown. 
like Elidor Alvarez all those times was taking all that step aside money and you know when in terms of Donna Stevenson and all that. But and those are things we don't be knowing about. But I think when Fury does it, if Fury does it with Wilder Ruiz, they'll make it kind of like a thing. You know, they'll make it a thing. Maybe Fury will get hurt and some training and and he's all right, and I got the winner for sure next, and, you know, and that'll be part of the buildup. So, uh, can I see him stepping aside? Yes. Do I want him to step aside? Yes. There we go. Oh, oh. Yeah, my, my bad. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm I'm still here. Um. Yeah, I was uh. I'm with you on that. I think it should happen. I think Fury would step aside, but like I said, I don't think Ruiz, you know, Ruiz fighting fighting his hardest. I think he would probably want to take off, take off a little bit and not go into the biggest fight, even though that's what he says he wants. Even though it'd probably be a pretty penny on the on the table for that man. Uh, we all know blacks versus Mexicans is the biggest sale, uh, especially out here in the USA. And then you've got. For the heavyweight championship undisputed, I think there'll be a lot of a lot of money to uh, be made. But uh, yeah, man. So let's go to. I think we got Janelle on. Uh, let's see what he thinks about it. Uh, Janelle, we're talking about Tyson Fury versus Otto Wallin for not only the fake lineal championship, but also a WBC Mayan belt that's all of a sudden coming up, man. What do you feel about those uh, those those titles? And also, how do you see the fight happening? Well, I, I, I mean, I'm telling Fury Mods taking a step back, you know. I mean, go, I mean, go from fighting Wilder to fighting these uh, bums, and I'm mean, the guy's taking a step back, if you ask me. I mean, Wilder himself, on the other hand, goes from Fury to Ortiz in the rematch, you know what I mean? I mean, Fury, he needs to step up the comp. I mean, I do believe that he's the most skilled heavyweight out there, but he needs to step up the comp, and and these other bullshit titles, I mean, I, I, come on, this is just corrupting. I mean, this is hurting boxing even more. I mean, come on, get rid of all these fucking phony titles. Actually, Canelo, actually, your boy Canelo started this shit <laughs> with that with those other paper championships and shit. He was crazy. He's on, I mean, he's on weight division and shit. But still, I mean, this shit needs to go, man. It's hurting the sport way too much. But honestly, I don't really care for this guy. I know on paper this guy looks like he's a pretty good. I think he. he He's like twenty something wins, like thirteen knockouts, undefeated. I mean, he looked like he's something on paper, but I mean, I ain't buying that shit. I mean, he's just there to get beat up, basically. Yeah, I, I think we all agree. Um, I think we all agree with that, man. Uh, how do you see it going? Just you, th- you, you think he's going to get the knockout? I think he is. I think Wilder's really looking for knockouts now because I. I was telling Simon yesterday on the phone, it's like, I think Fury's looking to replace AJ as the UK uh, main attraction. I mean, he has the personality, he has the skill set, but now he has to rack up knockouts. And if AJ loses to Reese, I think we all know he's going to fade into the sunset. And uh, and maybe, uh, I think Fury really looking to fill that void. And if he does score this knockout and look sensational the way he did his last, but he knows he got the UK bum or another bum. Um, I think it'll it, it'll still put him in that uh, uh plateau. Well, who knows? He might even sell his soccer stadium in London because you know what I'm saying he represents London. 
I'm literally he's actually Irish, but he actually represents London. So it's like I think he's just looking to fill that void because he, I think he can take that spot from AJ. You know what I'm saying? And he, and he's more deserving because that guy is more skilled and more durable. So it's like I mean, so yeah, I'm looking for a knockout. I think he could score um, a knockout. I mean, he's letting his hands go now lately, and uh, I think he gets a knockout within six rounds. Yeah, easy work. I agree. I think it probably comes pretty early. Uh, yeah, within six. I would probably say like the fourth or fifth uh, easy work like he did that guy last time. Nobody's worried about Otto Waller. Nobody's worried about this fake lineal belt or this uh, Mayan belt. So let's go on to the next. Hey, man, fuck all that. Fuck all that. Now, Jaime Munguia. 33 and 0, uh, 26 knockouts. Is fighting Patrick Alate, Alote, um, 40 and 3, with uh, 30 KOs for the WBO Junior Middleweight Title and also the WBC Mayan Belt, Mayan Championship Belt. I don't need, I don't even know if it, what what the name of it is, but uh, you know Jaime Munguia. He's he's one of my guys. He's a guy that I like to see. He's a guy that I saw live. Young, one of these young champions. I think he's twenty, twenty-one years old. Um, he's saying this is from what I was reading. This is going to be his last last fight at a uh, junior middleweight. He's going to go ahead and move up to middleweight, which it seems like a lot of people are moving up. This seems to be move up season. We'll be talking about another guy later on who has decided to move up. Um, but you know, Jaime Munguia. He's looked. He looks like he's has. He ha, he he looks like he has no skills most of the time. He looks like a Jared Hurd type, a type that's been getting, type that just throws a lot of punches coming at you the whole time, um, and getting hit a lot. But unlike Jared Hurd, he hasn't he hasn't fought anybody like Julian Williams so far. So he's able to uh, he's able to keep his his belt uh, his belt. And with him being young, I'm not mad at that at all. Um, but he's fighting the guy from the motherland. I'm looking at this guy, uh, Patrick Atoli, Alote. I'm sorry, Alote. He's uh, he's fighting out most of his fights in in Africa, so he's coming over here. Like um, like JP always says, if you want to get it crunk, especially on Mexican. Uh, Independence weekend, you send them over to Carson. I think Carson is that uh Southern California is that out that's out there, huh? Um, JP. Oh yeah, that's about ten minutes away from me. Yeah, so you send them out there to Carson, close to the border, and let them uh let them get worked by Jaime Munguia, twenty two years old. Um, this is probably I think Alote's been knocked out a couple of times. Um. Jaime Munguia does have a new trainer. Uh, Mexican legend Eric Morales is his his trainer. So he's saying from what De La Hoya was saying that he's sitting down on his punches now, throwing a few more combinations. Uh, we saw Munguia. He got a, a majority decision against Dennis Hogan. Uh, Dennis Hogan was, I think, some people thought Dennis Hogan was gonna uh, was won that fight. Uh, Takashi Inui. 
there was a fight out here in Houston that I saw where, you know, he looked like he was getting work, man. So he's been lucky that he hasn't been able to, that he hasn't fought any top-name fighters. And I don't think this is going to be any different. I'm looking for a knockout probably within, probably in the eighth round. I've never seen a, a Tolly fight, so I don't know how good he is coming out from Ghana. But he's coming off of uh, his last losses in 2016. But like I said, he's fighting only in his last couple of fights have been in Ghana. So I don't know if he's any good. He's probably not. So I'm looking for Jaime Munguia to go ahead and defend his WBO belt and go with the knockout and get this Mayan belt. Now, with that said, you know, this is the the WBO, they were very upset with the WBC, you know, trying to take a little shine away from their, their, their championship fighter. And what we got is Paco Valcarcel, uh, Esquire, I guess he's the, uh, the head of the WBO, he he posted a tweet saying, what the hell are these people from another sanctioning body doing handing out copper and silver Mayan pearl-studded aluminum Aztec belts and belts sponsored by other organizations to consent to contenders who don't really care about these Palooka belts? This needs to stop enough already. So the WBO, they're upset with this because, you know, this is a WBO sanctioned event. This isn't for any kind of unification, but the WBC is butting in, trying to get in because, um, you know, I believe there the WBC is in Mexico city. So they're like, the, you know, the, and they're the official, everybody wants that WBC green belt. So, you know, they're a little upset, but I think Jaime Munguia goes ahead and gets this probably going to be easy work. Hate to say it. Hate to see a brother get beat up on Mexican Independence Day. Usually it was Floyd doing the beating, but he's going to get that uh, payback for what Floyd's been doing to boys for the last couple of years. So um, this is going to be easy work, probably eight. I don't even know, but it's going to be some kind of stoppage. He's looking for a toilet to be sleep as he's been slept before. Um, JP, any thoughts on this fight in Jaime Munguia? Also, like I said, he's moving up to middleweight. Uh, do you think he has what it takes to to fight any middleweights? They ha- I, I saw De La Hoya calling out Charlo, um, calling out, you know, anybody saying that his guy can handle it. You know, uh, Munguia is a big boy. We remember when he wanted to fight Triple G like three years ago, Triple G didn't want it. And then they set my man, uh, the world kid up and let him beat the hell out of him at junior middleweight. Yeah, man, where were you killing it tonight? Um, shit, man, I, I I didn't know this fight was down at the uh, down in Carson. Uh, one thing about that, and it made me think of something else, because that place in Carson, the I guess the priorly known as the StubHub, I'll, let's just call it that because I don't know what it's called anymore. Um, great place to watch fights. But most times, and like I'm sure for the Munguia fight, there won't be that. It ain't going to be a packed crowd. That all leads me to going to sporting events, unless you sit very close, sucks. And if I rank them in my head, boxing's the worst. 
Because boxing, you can go to a fight if you don't got good seats and watch the screen the whole night. You know, what's the reason to be there? To go through the hustle and buckle and pay all the fucking parking and all the concessions and all that stuff? And you go watch a big screen? You know, so, and I think, so, that's going somewhere else. But I don't think Heine McGee uh, in that fight and Carson is going, it's not going to look good on TV. Um McGee, uh I like him as a fighter. You know, he's my kind of fighter. He goes in there and he's about his business. He's my kind of fighter. I like him. I like him a lot. Still young, still young, um, and seems to be really seasoned. Has, uh, keeps a, a good game face for that younger fighter. So looking for big things up from him. But like you said, this is a African getting led to the slaughter. Just good for the optics and get the thirsty crowd a little, you know, lathered up and, you know, eh, you know, beat up a cut on the cut and everything, you know, they'd be cut and all that. But he get his ass kicked. Um, do I see Monkia beating Charlo? I think he could give him a fight. I don't think he gets blown out. I think he can, I think he can fight with J-Rock. I think he can fight Hurd. Certainly. Um, so, Absolutely, I love to see him in the mix, and that'll make it all the more interesting at 160. So that is something I definitely look forward to. They don't need these belts. Uh, it's just worse off without it. And do you know if that when they have these belts, are they actually ever fought for again? They are. They just become like a collector's item for the fighter. Yeah, I believe it's not it's not really a championship belt. It's just it's just a belt that they can have and they say they want it and they remember when collector's mm. idol. Oh wow. Yeah, I, I I don't understand the point of it. Because fans don't really give a fuck. I mean okay, man, let, let's let's take a quick look at belts and sanctioning bodies in regard to fans. Now you have super hardcores. You have our our YouTube family guys. Let's say the boxing voice dudes, the the the, 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 the all the, the LDBC guys, and all these people who hard who cover boxing hardcore daily. They got all the verbiage and willing. Like I said, you killing it. You talking about the WBO, WBC? Now me, myself, I consider myself uh, hard more hardcore than the casual. Uh, you know that I think that's obvious, but I know that I'm not a hardcore to the level of some of my my friends who do their YouTube thing daily. You know, shout out to Matt and them, but um, you know they do their YouTube thing daily, so they're on top of all this sanctioning body and Espinosa and you know all these dudes and the WBA and this is Junior and and you know for me I I don't keep up with that stuff and. All that said to say, I don't really – I care about major belts. I care about if it's for unification. I care about that kind of stuff. But, you know, I just don't care about the WBA that much. You know, I don't care about it that much. You know, I I, I don't know. So I don't know why they're even wasting their time with it to be out honest with you because the fans don't give a shit about this Mayan belt. Fans won't even know it. 
you know, a, a casual fan or, you know, a general heart, unless, you know, we're here talking boxing on a boxing podcast, I wouldn't have known it's for a Mayan belt unless you're, like, going to the to the tell of the tape to the card and looking at how the event's going down and, you know, but who's doing that for no reason? So, yeah, it's just an absolute waste of time, Willa. No, yeah, I agree. I don't know what the hell they're doing. But, uh, hey, Janelle, how do you see uh, – how do you see this Munguia versus uh, Altoe, Alote, whatever his name is, um, for the WBO junior middleweight title? And what do you think? Like I said, they're saying that this is probably Jaime Munguia's last fight at 154. What do you think he could do at middleweight? All right. Danelle, Danelle. No Janelle, so then on to the next. Hey man, fuck all that. Fuck all that. On Friday, we got Devin Haney versus uh, Zyar Abdulev. Not really sure about this guy, so it should be easy work. But what makes this interesting is this for this is for the interim uh, WBC. Lightweight title. Um, Abdulev is 11 and 0, uh, seven KOs coming from Russia. So you never can cut him out. 25 years old, young guy coming out of Russia. So we don't know how good he is. Um, this will be his first fight over in America, uh, going against Devin Haney. Uh, you know, the dream, 20 years old prospect, uh, been doing major work, uh, Supposedly, was supposed to have his toughest fight, I believe, his last fight. Antonio Moran gave him that work, KO'd him um, for all the little, you know, the second-class belts, international titles. Um, But like I said, what makes this interesting is that this is for, I believe, the WBC uh, lightweight, the, uh, the interim belt. So, a.k.a., this is for, you know, the contender. This is an eliminator to see who's able to fight the WBC champ. And the WBC champ, um, as we saw last week, is now uh, Vasil Lomachenko. And uh, if you remember, right after the Lomachenko fight, Devin Haney put on Twitter, he beats Lomachenko hands down. So the question is, with Devin Haney, does Devin Haney have what it takes to beat Vasil Lomachenko? I'm not sure about that. You know, he's an orthodox fighter. Um, he's he's a big dude, though. Though um, you know, he's five uh, eight. He's gonna have he's gonna be taller. He's gonna have the longer reach. But I don't think he's um, he's uh, what's my man's name? Who he just fought? I don't think he's as long as the guy Lomachenko just fought but he's way more skillful. Uh, I'm not sure if I want to see him fight Lomachenko next at 20 years old, but that's what he's pushing for. He's pushing for it hard. He said that's why he fought for the – that's why he signed with the zone and matchroom boxing so he can fight the big fight and so he can fight championship fights, and he wants them now. He wants wants Lomachenko. Um, I believe he'll probably get this guy, Abdullah, out of there. But I think we should see. 
see what these I don't I like I said I have no idea about this guy. He's 11 and 0. I don't know how he's up there um fighting for the interim belt anyway, but we'll see. I think it should be easy work. If it's not, he should chill out for a little bit. But this we this is still a wait and see when it comes to Devin Haney. Still very young in the game. Uh, I don't want him to do like Yard just did and jump up from fighting bums to fighting the best in the game and get uh and get embarrassed. Even though Yard didn't really get embarrassed, but just get beat and taken out like that when he should be taking steps. You know, Friday night fight, Devin Haney headlining another card. Uh, it's great for him. I think he should probably take it a little slower, but he believes he believes deep down the side that he can beat Lomachenko. I'm not sure. You know, I definitely root for him, but I I want to see him. I want to see him take it a little a little slower. But he wants that, and he'll he'll be the number one contender in the WBC, and. Hey, I guess why not? If he believes it, if he believes it, I believe it. Um, so what do you think about that fight, uh, JP? I know it's really nothing. We, I'm pretty sure you're not watching any Ghana in, uh, sports sports channel, so you don't know too much about Patrick Atoli. But I guess, like I said, the big big news is this is for this is the WBC, not Atoli. Uh, he's fighting, that was uh, uh, Mangia. He's fighting Abdullah. And uh, this for the WBC final lightweight eliminator. So that therefore, whoever wins this will be the number one contender for Lomachenko's belt. Um, don't care about a Tolly or whatever, but I like you, Willa. I'm like, you know what? I know that Devin Haney really believes this. He's not no Adrian Broner type. You know, this ain't just some dude with a big mouth who's just mouthing off. This is a guy with a dad and, you know, who's very contemplative. And let's just address the elephant in the room. It's blood in the water, baby. We all see it. You know, everybody trying to act like they don't see the blood in the water. But it's blood in the water when it comes to Lomachenko. We've been talking about it. And I told you that that, that fall off, that step off the cliff is going to be steep when it comes. It's going to be steep because this guy's – He's like Allen Iverson. His game is based on athleticism. And once you just can't be that quick, he's going to have to sit down and fight. <laughs> and he can do that. He can do that. And that's the question that I have with Devin Haney. You know, Lomachenko is 31 years old. You know, 30-plus years old. This ain't no, you know, this not a kid. We got two Olympic gold medals. So this 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 a man, you know, it's a different strength from being 30 to 20, you know, that that's a, a man against a boy to some degree. Um, but I do like that Devin Haney really believes it. And guess what? That'll be the first fighter, aside from Salido, that fought, that Vasily has fought, that believes he's coming to win. Because I don't believe none of these other dudes, even Gary Russell. You know why Gary Russell wants him so bad now? Willie, you played a lot of football. I played football. So one time we played Polly, you know, Big Bad Polly. I was playing for Wilson at the time. And they went up on us like 20 to nothing. And the game ended up being 13 to 20 when it was over. But you know why they went up 20 to nothing? Because we was afraid. 
we were afraid of their mystique, their, you know, bravado, whatever it was. And then we learned by halftime, you know what? These motherfuckers ain't nothing but dudes like us. And that's what Gary Russell realizes. But he went into that fight like, oh, my God, you know, eyes wide open. And then he got out of there. He was like, man, that motherfucker wasn't nothing. Let me back at him. And that's what everybody else is seeing right now. You know, you're seeing this decline. You're seeing them being able to be hit. You're seeing them struggle. You're seeing dudes be able to get off work. Uh, and so Cats is like, yeah, they rubbing their hands together. Like, yeah, okay. Rubbing that beard, rubbing them hands. You, you dig? And they, 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 they see him like, okay, yeah, you about ready. You ain't all that like that. And um, Devin Haney, young, young man has a very Mayweather-looking style. I'm not sure that he has the grit. See, that's the difference with Vasile. He, and you've seen it with Luke Campbell, just turn up, turn it up a gear, turn it up a notch when it comes to roughing it up. You know, that, that guy can get rough, you know, and, and that's what I love about him, actually. I like all the, you know, he's spinning behind you shit and all of that, all the cute shit. But I like that he, you know, he'd be roughing these dudes up when he didn't ready to. And that, I'm not sure if Haney's ready for that. Him being that young and, you know, how much of that has, has he seen? We're talking about a dude that's been through two Olympics, you know. It ain't like he ain't been in plenty sparring. And he didn't, I'm sure, that much of it, he's had it all kind of ways. So I think the experience gap here will be to Haney's detriment but that don't mean that I don't want them to go for it man you know this is how how stars used to be born you know this is how stars used to be born this is how Mayweather was born you know to some degree Canelo was born in a blowout but versus the best you know that's how you know Canelo was already kind of Canelo he was destined to be a star but him getting whooped by Mayweather but just being on that same stage definitely propelled him because when he left that fight he was now the star in boxing and it has been that way since so Devin Haney get on that that platform even if he loses I mean his age the the amount of fights he's had the the climb back to the top won't be too far he'll still be young and you know it's a win-win for him so I think Lomachenko might have to assess the the risk and the risk and reward in this one. I think that'll be for Lomachenko more so than Haney. For Haney, it's like, why not? What do we have to lose? So, yeah, I'd love to see it. Let's do it. Uh, I think we got Janelle back. Let's see see if he has any thoughts on this. Uh, Janelle, we're talking about Haney versus uh, Abdullah for the WBC final lightweight eliminator. Like I said, it's not really the fight that we're interested in, we're pretty sure that Haney whoops up on this guy, uh, even though we don't know this Russian guy, a young guy also, uh, 11-0 with seven KOs. But the most interesting thing about this is that it's the WBC eliminator. That means whoever wins this is the number one contender for Lomachenko. Uh, Do you think Devin Haney has what it takes right now at 20 years old to fight Lomachenko, or should he slow down just a little bit? I think he should slow down. I think he wins this fight that he has coming up. But um, my pick 
to give up. I'm as good as he's confident. I'm quite sure everybody's confident right now because Lomachenko looks like you know, he's beginning to hit. He looks like he's at that point right now. It's like when Roy, it's like after Roy Jones had that first fight with Tolbert, everybody said, okay, okay, I'm not going to take Roy Jones now. You see what I mean? But I just think that uh, I think uh, the best guy to beat him is actually Lopez, if you ask me. I think Lopez gives uh, Lomachenko or if Garcia comes to the census and go back down to 135, either of those two, I give the best shot. It's good to be confident. I think Haney can pose problems for a little while. But in order to beat Lomachenko at this point, if you're not Mikey Garcia, uh, you got to have that dog in you, man. You got to show that dog in how um how Salito did. Salito was like how Madonna was against Floyd. You know what I'm saying? He just, you know, he just threw whatever. He just threw caution to win, and, and he never stopped coming. And he was durable. He never stopped coming. He made it very ugly. And I think Lopez could bring that to him. And he's got some pop, too. But uh, I don't see this kid as actually being the one. I think he's real. I just don't think he's the one to beat Lomachenko. I just don't think so. Slow as roll. I'm with you on that. I think he should slow down just a little bit. But he believes. He believes. And, uh, you know, that's like JP said, that's 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 part of the game. Believe me, you can do it. But as we saw. A lot of guys are believing now because Lomachenko's getting hit a lot more. He's getting hit more. People think he's slowing down a bit. I don't think he's slowing down. I think he's just fighting guys. You know what I'm saying? It's like at once when Triple G was looking undestructible, but then he started fighting oh, guys with skills, guys that was not walking the park and still having problems a bit. And so I don't think he's slowing down. I think that that heightened reach of Campbell was just a problem, like I predicted it to be. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? But I just think this guy, Haney, is just not going to be the one. I just don't see it. I'm sorry. I got you. I guess we can, uh, like I said, we use, we'll go ahead and talk about these other two because it it falls into this into this uh, discussion we're having, um, Pacquiao. It seems like Pacquiao he's he, he's rubbing his hands together, and so is Javante Davis. Because what I'm hearing is Bob Arum is is maybe talking about Lomachenko fighting Pacquiao at a catchweight of 138, and also we hear news that Javante Davis is is moving up to 135. You know. The fight, you know, I, um, the fight that I want to see is definitely Javante Davis versus Lomachenko. But Pacquiao, we know Lomachenko's sort of been ducking Pacquiao for a long time. Pacquiao's been asking for this fight. Um, Aram came out and said he's not going to fight Spence if Spence wins. So we know he ain't going to fight Crawford. So Pacquiao, he's he's trying to fight. He's trying to find another big payday. And him versus Lomachenko is a fight that I think Pacquiao could probably win, um, and that and 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 I think that would be a great fight. But Davis moving up to 135, I believe, is also a great fight. Um, I guess we'll go to JP, man. What do you think about these two things? Uh, w- would you like to see Pacquiao and Lomachenko at 138, or would you rather see Javante Davis? Get those belts from that boy at, at lightweight. Now, what makes us believe Pacquiao can make 138? Like, where did this shit come from? 
Pacquiao been fighting at a comfortable 147 for years now. I cannot see Pacquiao getting to no fucking 138. I don't see that happening. I would love Lomachenko. You see the what? Wow. Like what what gives you that where do you get Pacquiao, that from? You have like both Pacquiao and Floyd were both small welterweights. If you say look at the, if you look at how Pacquiao fought Thurman, I'm Thurman was a big boy compared to Pacquiao. Pacquiao's not a welterweight. But you asked him to lose near ten pounds. No. You asked him to lose ten pounds, man. That's a lot for a dude forty years old. <laughs> I mean I think that's almost damn near absurd. You know what I mean? He was never really heavy though. He, he was never really heavy at welterweight. When he fought Margarito, he came in at like what one forty something, and that was a one fifty four fight years ago. That's ten years I'm ago. But you know. say, both him and Floyd are small welterweights. Those guys are are not big. Those guys don't blow up. You know, those guys are very small welterweights, man. Both well, guys should be fighting at one forty eight. They can't. Yeah, I don't see it. I don't see it. I don't think Pacquiao at this age would put himself through that kind of weight and cut. I mean, he has to go on a fucking diet. If the money is right, if that money's right, he'll take it, trust me. Oh, please. Pacquiao can fight whoever for, I mean, he ain't getting no more for fighting Lomachenko than he going to get for fighting freaking Spence or uh, one of them PBC dudes. That might be a matter of another couple mil here or there, but I disagree. You know, I disagree. He's a European star. A pack, he has a whole country behind him. So does he. I think there'll be a lot of money involved. A lot more fighting than next to fighting Spence. So, give me the over-under. So, for Lomachenko Pacquiao, over-under 400. Huh? Over a hundred pay per views, over a hundred, four hundred, over under four hundred thousand. Oh, over! Wow, this is more than one point five million. Whoa! Yeah, whoa! One point five. Yeah, damn! I thought. Why do we think now? How much did Pacquiao Thurman do? Why do we think that? You know, I don't think we got no, no, no kind of sample. Because and Lomachenko, he's never done a pay per view. Yeah, well, the guys in Europe, though. Um, yeah, but they're not be over it. here. They're not buying pay-per-views. We know that with Triple G. We know no. that. The, the Euro's Lomo not Chico, buying pay-per-views. The Lomo Chico's the great white host. Every, I like white folks in America. They really uh, think that he's the best fighter ever. They really yeah, buy into that hilarious. shit. They really buy into that shit. At one time, Triple G yeah. was the fucking, fucking great ever. And now Lomachenko is. They bought into that shit. And Pacquiao, Pacquiao's guaranteed a million buys. He fight no, any elite guy. If he fight any he elite fighter. Did him and Keith do a million? I don't know. No. I highly no. doubt it. Hell no. Probably not do? even close. Probably not even six. Nah, come on, yeah, yeah, come on, come on. He had to be at least close. No, nah, I think Lomo has I, a way I, big. Lomo has a way bigger fan base than fucking Thurman does. Those white folks are buying into that shit. That, that he's the greatest fighter ever. They really bought into that shit. Tri- if you take Triple G away from Canelo, he cannot sell a pay per view fight against anyone else 
in the sport at at his weight. Him and Charlo can't sell a pay-per-view. Uh, you know, Triple G is just a big of a European star or whatever. No, no, no. It's, I don't think so. I don't think so. You don't think so. I don't think so. I think they did 500K. Thurman and Pacquiao. 500. It, Pacquiao. Loma has a bigger fan base. Now. A lot of guys didn't That's buy it, the Thurman being elite fighter. A lot of guys didn't buy into Thurman being this top on welterweight anymore. I didn't buy into it. I knew he was rusty yeah. his like his fight before. Pacquiao ain't seen near a million buys since Mayweather. We all uh, know you gotta have the right dance partner. If you have the right dance yeah. partner, you. Yeah. I yeah, think it's over a million. Gonna, it pro- I, I can a million. Uh, it might. It'll, it'll get around there just on intrigue. It'll get. It's on no, intrigue. I don't every know damn arguing to... white folks who claim that Lomo's the greatest fight ever. He's better than yeah, Ray Robinson. He's better than every day. Every day. Uh, and they sickening. really. It's sickening. Exactly. And they're gonna put it up. I know how it's gonna be promoted. Uh, past, present. Uh, you know, what I'm saying like, like, like the future. And the and the previous best ever, but I'm gonna say it will be marketed properly. It will be no, marketed properly, y'all. But I don't think Lump, I don't think Lump will take that fight right now. I don't think Dude, after all I said, I don't think he'll. I don't think he'll take the fight. We don't want them. Uh, this is gonna sound kind of bad. We don't want them as fans in the boxing sport. I'm telling you now, because they. Dog boxing for the past couple of decades here has existed on black dudes and Mexicans and Hispanics and things like that for the most part. We've assumed white people don't want in because boxing is for a poor man's sport and all that, right? Look, don't ever believe that bullshit. The two, the two things, it's a reason why Mayweather is the highest paid athlete of all time. It's not because he's so cool. It's because he does the one sport that everybody in the world has done. And the second, I bet you the second highest paid motherfucker around is probably Usain Bolt. And it's for the same reason. Everybody has tried to fight and everybody has tried to run fast on earth. And those dudes are the best at those two things. Now, it's people who ain't never tried to play basketball. There's people who ain't even picked up a bat. That's why those, when you're the best at those things, you don't become the highest paid athlete on earth. So all that said to say, man, white, white people want a part of the fight game too. They've gone as far to create a whole sport, MMA, just to not have to fucking box. <laughs> not really. The same thing. I don't think oh, Walker created that. It was the Brazilian. It was the Brazilian. It was the Brazilian. Well, well, they became popular here because they couldn't fold in hands like that. And I need to take your ass down. Let's throw some wrestling, some kicks in this. But if we doing straight hands, I can't fuck with y'all. We're way you know, more athletic than they are. We're way more. I ain't trying to get racial, but hey, we're way more athletic than they are. If you watch today, plenty of black fighters say actually fucking are really dominating MMA. A lot of black fighters. And you think that's a welcomed? I bet you, you ask any black fighter, the insides of uh, mixed martial arts is probably racist as fuck. Because oh, they yeah. probably don't oh, want oh, them niggas there. They are. Oh, they are. That's a fact. They, don't. they are. And I that's why they created this shit. So you motherfuckers don't niggas like you, Janelle, 
don't get to coming over there beating up white boys learning how to wrestle and shit. Yeah, we know you know how to throw hands. The last thing they want is your black ass learning how to grapple and shoot for the legs. You know what I mean? But that's rabbit holing. The point of this is, dog, they want a part of this fight game. And once you're going to see a rabbit. Remember when Pacquiao came out and then Pacquiao fans came out? They was rabbit. And, but they were super uneducated about the sport. They was just idiots on the chat rooms. You know, they was like, yeah. oh, Pacquiao can beat Ali. You know, them motherfuckers was retarded. You know, but yeah. these 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 new white fans coming out. Lomo's man, the greatest they, they, ever. Lomo's the greatest ever. Dude, I'm like, damn boy. They try to they trying to play it cool. They try Yo. to play it cool and act like you know Shane they don't Mosley, want as much as they do. She, I had an argument with the other day because I said that Shane Mosley, when he's a lightweight, he would not fucking let me check him out. Which at, oh at lightweight, God. that man was dominant. At, he was dominant. Like, from everybody living in the moment. But everybody living in the moment, how Lomachenko, I'm like, I'm like Lomachenko has been, he's been hurt by fucking guys like Campbell. He's been hurt by, but then this white boy, oh, you just race, you just race, you just race, you race, you don't want to get the white boy no props. I'm like, wow. Yeah. I'm like, wow. And that's what it's, and they going to make it that, dog. That's the, the sickest part about it. We cannot critique them. No. If you go into like a, a white dude's thread or on Twitter or whatever, you being a black dude, and you be like, yeah, man, Lomachenko, he's showing the kind of weak. Dude, you're going to be called a racist so quick. You cannot critique yeah. them. These motherfuckers yeah. get on my nerves, man, and they barely even getting started. But it's like, damn, but they're going to bring true vitriol to the sport. They're going to bring real hate to the shit. I'm telling you, man, these are, these boxing has existed kind of without them in, in some realm, and I know this sounds weird, but when they get into this and they get to coming out to these stadiums deep, it's going to change from a kind of a fun fight atmosphere to something else. I'm telling you, these motherfuckers get real racist with shit. Hey, yo. Hey, yo, Axe Willow, when we went to the fight in the garden with Danny Jackson and Triple G, <laughs> I mean, it was just in the air. That shit was in the air, man. It was in the air. That shit was in the air. Them white boys, you know what I'm saying? They was fucking jocking Triple G. And then you say Triple G lost that fight. They just, yo, they eyes, these fucking faces turn red and shit. <laughs> I'm like, yo, yeah, yeah, yo, it's the truth, man. I agree with you, 110%. Yeah. No doubt, no doubt. But what if y'all talking about Pacquiao against Lomachenko? What do y'all think about Devontae Davis coming up to 135 versus Lomachenko? I don't, I think I Davis now. Ah, I just see all him. I think Davis knocks him out. I don't yeah, think I think so. Davis give him work. I think he's all power, and that's it. I think he, I think Loma makes a fool of him. And speed, I really believe that. No, nah, it's speed. Gotta, it, you say Tiafimo Lopez? It's Tiafimo. I think Lopez has a better chance. I think he has a better chance. I don't think I don't think Davis that when it gets to him, when he gets adversity, I see him crumbling on the adversity. I just don't see him digging in deep. You know what I'm saying? Why I can see that? that fight going exactly. I can see that fight going That's exactly how Joe Kawasaki or uh, Jeff Lacey went. I can see that fight going exactly how. You can see it happen like Gary Russell. You can see it being like Gary Russell. You can see, you know, you can see, you, you know, you can see the Lomachenko's experience right now versus his top competition is very. Them guys got a lot, you know. 
Davis and who we talk about Davis and Haney, man, these dudes ain't even twenty three years old or something. These exactly, dudes, you know, they, exactly what I'm saying. That's they, my point. Amateur careers ain't shit. This man is exactly. a time Olympian dog and been going hard for over a decade, for real, for real. And uh, and that's why and, I say, but you I say, said Tiafima Lopez, but Tiafima Lopez is in the same category as them, with even a lesser amateur true. pedigree. Yeah, but I see yeah. more of a dog in him. I see him really trying to make. I see him really trying to dig in deep and really trying to make us. I give him a nah. better chance than Davis. But I, I think Mikey Garcia. Get hit. I think Mikey Garcia Tiafimo knocked him out. Touched. Tiafimo got touched in his last fight. Tiafimo's cachet definitely went down to me. Like Tiafimo, we also seen his power wasn't that devastating. So Tiafimo, dude, Tiafimo is not gonna be that good. I'm down. I'm way higher on Haney than I am on I think Mikey. Garcia. I, I think Tiafimo. Mikey Garcia is the one. If he comes, if he comes to senses and drop back down to weight and not try and stop trying to fight those big boys on 147, that's just gonna ruin his legacy. His arms are too damn short, and if he goes up at any more, that power ain't gonna be shit, and he's just gonna be Gamboa, but less. He's going. Yeah. I'm telling you, he's Gamboa. He's ruining his legacy. Go up, and he's just gonna be a short arm dude who looks great early in fights, and then as soon as he gets tired a little bit, and you keep the jab on him, he's gonna wear down. He's Gamboa. But against Lomo, against Lomo, sensational. But see, Lomo already knew what time it was with Mike Garcia. Mikey was calling him out for years. As soon as the fight was made with Spence, oh, I want Mikey Garcia all of a sudden. <laughs> you know, that's not, you know, that's not by accident, man. And he knew Mikey been calling him out for years. As soon as the fight was made with Spence, oh, I want Mikey Garcia. And, 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 and all his nut hugging fans went crazy and shit, acting like, come on, man, you know he didn't want that fight. It was obvious. But I think Mikey's timing, his experience, his power, I think he sleeps Lomachenko. I think he times him perfectly. He literally sweeps him. Yeah, but that fight, that, that fight ain't we supposed to see. That timing we were supposed to see in the Spence fight. The fuck out of here with all that timing shit. Oh no! I said he was losing yeah, that fight. Did. I said he was gonna lose that fight. Because, I mean, I, I, I know he wasn't winning that fight, but at, against guys his size, come on, that dude was fucking dominant at the lighter weight. He's just not a welterweight, man. He's coming to size differential at the fucking at the weigh-ins. I mean, you, at the press conference, you just saw that. Hey, you should not be in this fight with Spence. Yeah, he's well, a knucklehead. Lomo's, but he's literally. And now it's close to fight Danny him. Garcia. Oh yeah, yep. that's a fact. But don't tell his fans that don't though, because you know something. <laughs> I mean, they'll, you know, they'll call the police on you. <laughs> they'll get you locked yeah. up for that. Yeah, man. Well, I think that's uh, I think that's where we're going to end it tonight, man. I know we had uh, Williams versus Heard off. Um, oh the rematch. yeah, yeah. Heard, de- yeah, Heard decided that he wasn't going to fight. Oh, Davis Gamboa might be the next fight for Davis at one thirty-five. He's fighting Gamboa at lightweight. His first he- fight there. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, they fought on the same card, right, the last time. So uh, yeah, we saw that was. Uh, that's a pretty good fight. I think Gamboa only has two losses. He just don't he just don't look good for the whole twelve rounds. Um, and also, I wanted to I wanted RC to come on because that Matchroom signed some YouTubers to fight in Staples. Uh, KSI versus Logan Paul, who did like one point three million pay per view buys their first fight. 
uh, but now they're going to make it official and stuff like that. I don't really – I've sort of seen these guys, but I don't really know who they were, so I was hoping RC would get in there. So maybe we'll talk about this stuff on Sunday because there's not too much. It's going to be a lot of whipping going on this weekend more than likely, man. So I think that's where we're going to end it. Uh, JP, you got anything before we get out of here? No, sir. Good show. Uh, Janelle, anything you want to say before we get out of here? Uh, just keep in mind that I'm the most knowledgeable boxing expert out there, and without me, this show won't be shit. So keep that in mind, all right? Yeah, we will. <laughs> and we also keep in mind you picked Postal and you pick against Crawford, and you picked Keith Thurman versus versus uh, Manny Pacquiao. So when it comes and to all picks, my picks, you ain't. And you and you and you and you argue me down that Campbell was going to get knocked out by Lomachenko, so you know that's neither here nor there when we're talking about the actual factuals. But you know, we'll let you that, keep your, your thing in, man. Outside of that, yeah, yeah. Outside of how you called it, it went exactly how you called it. I got you. I got you, man. But we'll except, be back on except Sunday. Except knockout, but yeah, I said he'll be. Proud. And you argue me down, and you also said that. Uh, that Laura was was gonna barely win against Canelo Alvarez. I didn't say that. Brother. You're lying. Yeah, you said barely. You, you said barely twice. Yeah, you did. I went and checked it, and I at first I thought you said you were gonna that he was gonna lose, but then I went and checked it. <laughs> you said that he was gonna barely win, barely, and you said barely twice. Oh. So when it comes to my knowledge, facts. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, when we up with the actual factuals, you know, it's hard to deny that you don't know shit. About boxing. That's where we leave it. <laughs> That's where we leave it. We'll see y'all on Sunday, man. Outside this boxing podcast midweek show. We out. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.